what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 154 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined, as always, by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Flow Wrestling Radio Live, brought to you by Under Armour Wrestling. Get all the Under Armour wrestling gear you need at ScrapLife.com. ScrapLife.com. Willie. You're a real pitch man now, Christian. Yeah. Scraplife.com. Scraplife.com. You, you know, it's like those those infomercials. Yeah, where they said the last, the la- the, well, they the re- phone number 17 times they, in a they row. They read the number. That's 550. Like, I guess there's probably like psychological I want it burned stuff. in your brain. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I guess that, that probably works. Uh, or call 555-DUI. <laughs> they say it 15 times. Then you get a DUI, you're like, who am I supposed to call? Oh, 555-DUI. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know about that one. Oh, they have that. lawyers on the sports radio all the time. Oh, I guess really? there's a high correlation of drunk driving <laughs> and sports <laughs> and fans. Sports fans. Jeez, not in Virginia. Well, this is a this is a college town. Well, that's a horse and buggy town. Shenandoah. You can get a DUI on a horse, I think. No, you would know this. I wouldn't know that. I mean, listen. Speaking of horses, I have to go to the World Championships rodeo. When's that? Well, there's like 18 different World Championships. Is yeah. it like boxing? One but is with in, horses. One is in Dallas. One's in Dallas next month. You know, anyone who's ever been to Cliff King, Las Vegas, it's always during this rodeo. So you've got these, like, awesome wrestlers and, like, cowboys. That's, like, the only two people you'll see in What, Las the U.S. Vegas. Open? Like, it's full cowboy. Th- like, the building is set up for rodeo, right? Like, the bar there is, like, the, I don't know. Well, that's the. Rodeo saloon. That's the one place. What you call it? The. South Point. South Point. But, but no, at South no, Point, like I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about you never lived that Cliff Keen Las Vegas life. But no, no, I didn't. During that one, is it during that one? No, I'm all. I'm it's probably it's those dates. Yes. So in early December, there's like a rodeo thing, and there's just cowboys everywhere. Not not John Smith or Mark Branch cowboys either. Like <laughs> literally. Well, at at uh, U.S. Open in the new place where they they moved it to South Point the other year, and if you go to if you go behind it or if you go to weigh-ins... There's dirt. There's, like, sawdust stables. and, like, stables. Stables. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of stuff in this wrestling life, Willie. So, yeah, um, it's, a, it's a big time in sports. Rodeo, obviously. What's going on in the world of... Did you watch You watch the World Series? Of rodeo? Oh, of baseball. You know what the stupid... Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I got horses on the brain. I'm passionate. I'm passionate. <laughs> Did you watch the World Series of Rodeo? The <laughs> <laughs> World Series. Of I know rodeo. if we already streamed. Well, that. they do have the World Series of Poker. Oh, there's a lot of World Series. Um, yeah, I've watched a little bit. I mean, so far two kind of lopsided wins on either side. The, is the dumbest rule in sports that if you if you're <laughs> League wins the All Star Game. You get home field advantage. That's throughout. pretty. It's pretty stupid. That is so dumb. A, a middle reliever for the Montreal Expos <laughs> holds holds the World Series balance in its hands. I know that's not yeah. a team anymore. I'm pretty sure it's not a team anymore. I mean, honestly, how many? I, I'm out of the loop. I used to follow baseball so closely, and we talked about this. Me and me and Nick uh, watching the World Series last night were like. Man, we used to be able to tell you who was, like, on the bench, who was left on the bench for teams, like, when we were kids, you know? Yeah. We, we knew everybody. Now we don't even know who's playing. Like, who's this guy? I never heard of him. I have no idea what his story is. Like, who's the Yankees shortstop right now? Do you know? Um, yeah. Um, the young kid. Oh. 
There you have it. He's really good. You're our resident Yankees insider. That's how out of the loop I am on baseball. It's just time consuming to follow. Um, it's very D D Jeter. Yeah, D D Gregorius. <laughs> that is, is. that D D Gregorius. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm an Orioles fan. I couldn't name their like full starting lineup. So, what was my point? I'm my point sure. is we don't even know what's happening. Like really, who's playing in yeah. the World Series? Like I don't, I don't know the guys. Yeah. But so it's one one right now. But anyways, the Cubs were the best team all year oh, long. I know what my point is. Oh, my point was, how many players did these two teams have in the All Star game? Only a few. And how many players on the All Star game were on teams? They're like, what do I care? Yeah. I'm gonna go up there swinging. Like just, I'm just up there to swing. I'm not. My team's not gonna make the playoffs. Right. Who? Uh-huh. You know, there's te- there's a lot right. of terrible teams. Somebody from the Angels, like, oh yeah, I gotta make sure. AL gets a home field advantage because <laughs> we're. I mean, we're fifteen and thirty eight at the All Star break. But, but I, I got to do my part for my I gotta squad. Do my part for my league. <laughs> then I'll probably get traded to. I'll be in play for the Astra or the Cubs next year. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So that's a, that's just a stupid rule. Wrestling has some stupid rules too. What are some stupid rules in wrestling? Um, the slip is pretty stupid. Really stupid. Yeah, that's a dumb rule. I don't like that one. Oh, I hope we're not going to go down this path. Like you're not going to say. You're not going to say criteria, are you? No. You know me. I'm not all out on criteria. Although we know Martin Salt. You know Martin Salt, the whole thing, right? With overtime. You know that's an amazing idea. What is it? 30 seconds? If you're losing by criteria, you're on the clock. That is perfect. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, because it it solves the um, it solves the issue of time. The, re- the 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 biggest reason that UWW doesn't want to go to overtime is because of time. They got to keep the tournament running. They got to keep it moving. Um, and when they put in challenges and reviews, that even made the tournament longer. Right? Of course. When you have stripping Mongolians, that delays the tournament. That, did, that tended to back it up at a, a twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. When you have challenge blocks being thrown for no reason, and then just say, "No, nah, I, I was just kidding." Just throw that challenge block back. That yeah. delays the tournament a little bit. But they don't want to have overtime because they want to keep it flowing. But if you had a thirty-second overtime, I guess that would be exactly. And you wouldn't have you wouldn't have kids, well, not kids, but you wouldn't have wrestlers. I, I don't know. You wouldn't have wrestlers losing when they didn't know they were losing um, because when it goes to overtime, you know <laughs> what the situation is. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on the other hand, you know, there's a thing that I think if you don't know you're losing, you got problems. You got problems. Just know your rules for your sport. Yeah, so I don't like that one. For folk style, I don't like the quasi-step-out rule, the half measure that they put in place last year. I don't think anything's as dumb as the All-Star game. Uh, I don't like riding time. That's not. I don't know if that's a rule. Well, I guess it's a rule. I don't know. You're saying funny things today. I. I mean, I don't think. Of, yeah, the I World guess. World Series of Rodeo. Yeah, it's a rule. I don't know. I don't. I don't dislike riding time all that much. Although, I wouldn't be opposed to the modification that you get a riding time point if you turn someone, because that's the goal. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to beat a beat a dead horse on the riding time thing, but. Um, it, ultimately, it's it's the referees that fail us in riding time. If you're riding somebody with a, attempting to turn, it's one thing. If you're riding to ride, that, that's not the spirit of the rule, in my opinion. 
uh, that just makes for boring wrestling. But we have uh, an official association with without a lot of backbone. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's that's dumb rules. There's more. Um. So yesterday I had like a 45 second kind of like not panic attack, but I was like, what the heck? So someone went to to a whole heck of a lot of trouble to create a fake recruiting commitment article for, for Brady Berge. And it, it got posted somewhere. and Ended up on Hawkeye Report. Hawkeye Report. That's where. So I'm like, what? I'm like, he's – I just talked to him. He's at Oklahoma State like, like right, right now. now. He committed to Purdue at Oklahoma State. That is uh, that well, is kind of rude. Right. The, the, the article said that he committed to Purdue. Purdue. It said he went to Purdue. I'm like, what? And the whole article was written sort of strangely. And, like, the quotes from Berge, like, the made-up quotes were like, what did you enjoy about the recruiting process? He's like, the recruiting process was great. I ate a lot, exclamation point. I'm like, what? Why would he say, like, that doesn't sound like something he would say. Like, So, so how far, when you're reading this article, how far along did you go before you were like, this isn't adding up? Was, this is fake. Pretty much the whole time, I was like, I was reading the article, like trying to figure out how it was fake. But I was like, I don't know. I mean, this this is on like a legitimate looking website. But apparently, we need that these internet streets are maybe getting at beyond us. But you can like clone a website and like make it produ- say what you want. Produce a URL. I don't know. It's crazy. So I was like, I had to like couple minutes where I was like what is happening but then it's I'll tell you though whoever real. did it is a he's a good fan of wrestling he he's really he's all in like what what was the end game there he's like I'll do this and then this will happen what there'll be like 30 minutes of people thinking it happened yeah. it was kind of funny and then they I, took it down I can't find it now I wish I could read <laughs> the quotes were hysterical because like it, they didn't make oh if heck. you give me give me your top three Suspects. <laughs> Who did it? Who did it? <laughs> we need we need a theory board on this. Hey, w- I'm gonna say somebody. Okay, a Purdue fan. <laughs> One. One. Griffin Perry, I think, might have did it. <laughs> I don't think so. No, that doesn't. Griffin's pretty funny. I don't think he would do that. That's it's well, it's hilarious. So that would corroborate that story. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess, but no, but Griffin wants him to go to Purdue. That would be. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Oh, so making a funny joke is gonna like. All right, I'll come. I don't know. Come on. Maybe, maybe he did it and said, "Hey, hey, hey, Brady, check this link out." All right, Griffin, fess up, fess up now. You know, you, we do theory boards here. We solve all the mysteries of wrestling they on, are, on these theory boards. They are ridiculous. They do do theory boards. Him and Bradkey come up with this conspiracy theory every day and a long list of – like it's a, a tr- paper trail of <laughs> what happened. Um, it's based loosely on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Charlie um, Charlie and Pepe Silvia – I'm not going to explain it because you either know what I'm talking about or not, but you can just YouTube it. It's pretty funny. So we kind of do that. We have a lot of theory boards. We've cracked a lot. Are, We've cracked a lot of capers. Listen, you knock them. Are you going to say any – are you going to say any of them? No. No, they can't. I mean, it's too sensitive material. It's not too sensitive. It is raw is what it is. <laughs> it is outright. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the word is. So we, we we asked you to ask us some questions, and a couple have rolled in, Willie. Did you get some good ones? Some good ones. Uh, some I don't know the answer to, so I won't address them. Like, 
And then it sounds like I'm not. I don't have any expertise at all. Don't want that. Of all the freshmen, redshirt or not, who is most likely to win a national title? I will let Willie go first. Um, of all the freshmen, Nick Soriano. Redshirt or not, Nick Soriano. Um, Nick Soriano is the answer to that question. Right. I'm trying to think of who's coming off redshirt that's going to do a big thing. Uh uh-uh. No, I mean, can't. unless you think like a Massa or a Valencia, Zahid. Zahid. Oh, Zahid. Zahid's more likely. Yeah, Zahid. I'd say Zahid first. I um, I pick Zahid to win. Me? No, I didn't. Dang. No, you didn't. I pick, pick. I pick Zahid to win. Um, but you would you will pick against any St. Paris Graham product whenever you can. To no, the, that's not true. To the point. To the point that fictitious duels between you against. You know, all Americans, you pick yourself to win. So you you don't get to evaluate any That's Ohio wrestlers. It's not different. Yes, it is. You have an agenda against St. Paris Graham. Can you explain it? I did not. Tommy why Rowland, would you perpetuate? Tommy, Tommy Rollins caught you dead I, on Twitter. Why last would you year. perpetuate this myth? What was? Oh, Tommy Rollins won at St. Paris Graham number one in the team rankings. Yeah, was he way off? No, they had a they had a. A sort of a case, it's but a, not not really a case. Yeah, they, I mean, okay, when you're number two in the country, yeah, you probably have a case. Yeah. So why? What is it about St. Paris Graham? Is it a Falcon thing? <laughs> is it the color scheme? No. Did you just? Why are you doing? Did this? you get confused because it's St. Paris Graham? You but like it's just, you like when, when when Tommy Rollins comes at me. That's it's the just, only reason you're doing. This. It's called Graham High School, but it's always called. Uh, you can explain. Meanwhile, Tommy didn't even go to St. Paris Graham. He's just BFF with Jeff Jordan. Yeah. He loves and, Je- and Jesse Lang. He loves Ohio. He does. Um No, I mean, look. So there's no not it all it all comes down to they don't have a tough schedule. Dang. It's tough to it's tough to evaluate. It's tough to evaluate when you don't have a lot of head to heads. You have one head to head with Iron Man, maybe a dual meet with with Blair, and then you want to be you want to be lifted up because somebody else loses. Anyway, here's a this good one. Is, you're spiraling out of I know, control. I'm just, I'm you're just kidding. You're getting me in trouble. Willie has nothing against St. Paris Graham as long as they're not against another wrestler. Um, someone asked, which wrestler is going... No, I don't want to read that one. Um, where is it? Oh, yeah. Who'd win in a street fight? And this is prison rules. Mako or the Hulk? The Hulk? Who's the Hulk? He's a, a fictitious like comic book character. You're not familiar with the Incredible Hulk? Well, he's fake. <laughs> well, he's fake, so... I mean, I was clarifying if it's not Hulk Hogan, right? We're not talking about Hulk Hogan. Well, let's answer both in case... Hulk Hogan is at least a real human. <laughs> what, what is this? Like, uh, Mighty Mouse versus... Uh, versus Tom Brands. I don't know. Give me Tom. Tom. I think Mighty Mouse was juicing. <laughs> is, he gonna, or is there a test involved? Yeah. So you don't want to touch that. Well, Hulk Hogan versus Steve Mako. Steve Mako. I think that's the answer. I think it's the answer against the Incredible Hulk, though. I think, like, Mako, in my opinion, Mako is like Ditka. Yes. The, the Hurricane's name is Mako. See, like, the Hulk. I'm picking Mako against anybody. Mm. Anybody. Prison rules? Prison rules? Yeah. <laughs> Especially that, prison I mean, rules. that elevates his game, I think. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, Mako would do good. 
Um, okay, so that's a couple questions. We can come back. We could just we could sprinkle those in. I got a. There was a question asked that I think actually bleeds into um, what we're going to talk about a little later. A good one about Southern wrestling and and that. So we'll. Um, yeah, I saw that. That guy was very. Um, that was good. We'll, we'll give him a little shout out there. Um, okay. They did not take Bezik Kadukov's silver medal. Why not? Because he's dead. Okay. Where do you fall on the, well, he's dead, let him keep his medal? Well, um, so they're they're arguing about it right now. Brock Height and T.R. Foley are on Twitter arguing about it right now. And my initial reaction was, that's stupid. And then... Well, I mean, when I found out he's keeping his medal. And then Foley's response is because he can't defend himself. And then Brock's response to that was... Um, what would he... What could he say? Uh, you know, judging by the, the rate that they get overturned anyway, what does it matter? Um, my thing is... who? It's very insensitive <laughs> to say it like this, but... What does it matter if he's dead or not? He either he was he either tested positive or he didn't. Well, why, why do we have these samples if what the samples say are not indicative of what's happening? Oh, so the guy that was third is not gonna the guy that was bronze not gonna move up to silver. Why not? Well, he's dead, so let's mm, uh, let's hold off. Kind of icky. Yeah, it's not ideal. What are you talking about? The, he cheated. Yeah. What does it matter if he's dead? He oh he can't he can't defend himself. He tested positive. Yeah. What, what is he going to do? What, Take a test. If he's alive, what is he going to do? Take a test now, and that's going to prove his innocence? The, he tested positive. Yeah. I, I don't I don't fully follow that, why that's how how it works. I mean, I don't know. I get that he can't, he can't defend himself. Okay, fine. But how do you defend yourself against – this is what the, the test says from eight years ago. You know what I mean? Like what – I'm not sure what that – what that matters? I don't know. It's kind of it's a weird, it's a weird story. Um, it's like they're trying to be respectful of his legacy, but he wasn't respectful of the game. Yo, you played yourself. He wasn't I'm respectful sorry. of the game. He disrespected those people that dope disrespect the sport. Yeah, and and the whole Russian thing disrespects the sport. So here's here's the uh, see if you can identify any sort of a trend here with the guys who were were caught cheating. Um, they're from Azerbaijan, Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Belarus, um, and then Spain and Cuba. Belarus, Belarus, can I do the fandango? Is that how the song goes? I don't think so. So no more references of that nature. Kazakhstan with Tigayev um, and Uzbekistan. So that part of the world, you know what we should do? <laughs> we need one of those maps. Like uh, that, uh, Andrew Spay does. Yeah, let's let's get Spay on a cheaters map. Let's get him to do a cheaters map. Where are all the cheaters from? Hmm. Oh, hmm. wow, they're all from uh, one part of the world. I'm sorry, is that insensitive? So if you if you say that Bezik Kadukov, you know, he deserves due process. Well, his entire region is like suspect. So I'm sorry, and you know what? It may not even uh, it may not even be his fault. You got to play ball over there, right? I mean it. it if yeah, that's it's why state sponsored. That's You're, why track was kicked out, and wrestling should have been kicked out too. I mean, uh, p- people say 
there was debate. Oh, should wrestling be kicked out? Everybody in the world said Russian wrestling should be kicked out of the Olympics, except for the Russians. And then um, um, Boltkayev says, yeah, our trainer made me take a mouthful of pills before I went on the mat. Yeah. At the Olympics. At the Olympics. Crazy. It's, it's a joke. It's insane. Another stu- Other stupid rules. You know what I'm going to say a dumb rule is? I might sneeze. Are we back on stupid rules again? <laughs> Ooh, good, good, good. That one was coming for like 45 you, seconds. You tried to hold it on, hold it off? I tried. Sometimes I can just talk right through it, and then my body doesn't want to sneeze. Couldn't do it there. What I was going to say is another stupid rule is age rules for cadets and juniors. You want to know why those are stupid rules? Because they're not even close to ever enforced. I'll just say that. I don't think that they're stupid rules. I think they're not enforced, which is stupid. That You can't have a rule that no one abides by. With, that, that's with, on the – well, I mean, that's on the – if there's a double dribble rule and you don't enforce it, the rule's not stupid. The officials are. I guess so. Maybe so. Well, you're allowed to pass – now, pass interference. There's a rule for pass interference, but you don't call it, so – don't so, put don't put a rule in that you're not even going to try to enforce. So so should, cadets should just be open age division. Yeah, just like it could just be like um, seniors is A string, then juniors is B, and cadets is C string. C string C string worlds. C string worlds. Okay. I don't know. That's kind of how it is for some of them. Not for us. Not for us. Not for the red, white, and blue baby. That's right, America. Oh yeah. Um. Any any other parting thoughts on? Bezik Kadukov. No, I have no. no thoughts on that. I mean, great, great career. Maybe I don't know. Was it a great career? I don't know. He's pretty good. I mean, how hard is it to be? It's pretty hard. Maybe he cheated the whole entire time. Maybe, but he emerged from Russia better than everyone else. So, and they all cheat over there. So he's pretty good. Oh, congratulations, you cheated. Okay. NCAA time. 184, 197 previews are out. We talked about 74 on the last show. 84 came out, and 97 is up on the site right now if you are interested. Um, any any thoughts, Willie? I know. Where's 84? My thoughts are none. We do this every day. Here it is. Well, you got Bo. Did that, how, was the, how was the feedback from Bo? We know that you are a huge um, Penn State you just you love Penn State. You love Bo. Is that right? Is that the word? I don't know. I'm just giving you crap. Um, I I think people were like, my favorite response is like, oh, he's just trying to get clicks or <laughs> stir the pot or he just wants to be um, provocative or whatever, which. If you knew me, like, at all, it's actually not how I make my predictions. I actually pick who I think is going to win um, because that's the best thing for me. I want to be right as much as possible. I'm, it's, like, my favorite thing. So I'm not going to be cute and pick someone I don't think is going to win. And I think I think the, the – so there are a lot of people that are like, what is he doing? Bo Nickel over Gabe Dean. I don't think it's even that – I don't even think it's that like out there. I I didn't I didn't either. When I made that pick, I didn't even I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting because obviously Gabe is the favorite on paper for for most people. He's a two time champ. 
Um, but, you know, he, he loses matches, okay? And there's very few guys whose fifth year is their best year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually pretty rare. Um, now you could say, well, there is this guy named Nishan Garrett who was pretty good his fifth year. Okay. Yeah, that happened. But I think by and large, the, the trends is your, your second or third year, those are the years you are your best. You just got, there's just a lot of miles on those cars by the time they get there in March, their their senior year. So it's it's a maybe slight regression or um maybe not even progression, just plateauing with Dean. I don't yeah, I don't think that I don't think that it's out there. I will say that and everybody always disagrees and you're gonna say track record, track record, track record. It's been proven. But I, I'm always like, let's see how he does up a weight. And I will always do that until the end of time. Yeah, I mean, I just don't I don't know. And also people are like, I just love people who are going up at weight. It's not really. I just think Gabe or Bo Nichols awesome. And I think Bo's amazing. Well, listen, you have in your preview for 84, you have three title contenders. Um, yeah, what and do you think one about of that? which And one of which Bo is like three and one against. Here's, here's a case I want to make for Bo Nickel. Let's play a pretend game. Let's pretend he didn't have a super... Super weird loss to Nathan Jackson where it's hard to say he wasn't the better guy. It's hard to say why Nathan wasn't hit for stalling in the third period. I'm not a Bo Nickel fan. I'm not a Nathan Jackson hater. I'm not an Indiana hater. Or a Bo- it's, it's nothing like that. I just watched these matches. That's how I felt watching that match. I was like, well, Bo's better. That was a bizarre, I mean, bizarre match. Sometimes you... Uh... <laughs> I don't think we're breaking any news here when you say sometimes you watch a match and a guy loses and you think the loser was a better wrestler. Yeah, okay, so that happened. And then we kind of know with with Nickel Martin like where they really are with each other, right? Like he beat him three times. He took him down, crossfade cradle, and pinned him at Big Tens. Okay, that happened. Two weeks before. Two weeks before. So let's just imagine. Let's play a hypothetical game. And you'll say, well, that didn't really happen. Well, let's play happen. He won those matches, and he was undefeated national champion, and now he's moving up to 184. Is it is it radical still? Is it? Well, let's not even say that he was undefeated. Let's just say, let's just say, Bo wins that match mm-hmm. in NCAA finals. It would shock no one because at that point he was three and zero against them. Right. Let's say Bo wins that match. Bo's a national champion. He's moving up to 84. Is it now? Is it still shocking for to pick him over Dean? No, no. But I, but right now people are saying it's shocking. It's not that shocking, guys. They wrestled like three years ago and it was in freestyle. It's a pretty close match. Bo wasn't even at Penn State at that point, or maybe he'd been there like a month, or probably not even then. So I, I just I'm not seeing it as a. I just don't think it's shocking. I I'm I'll pick Dean. I'm picking Dean, but um. I don't think it's egregious to pick Bo. And you look at the guys that have given Gabe some problems, and you can say, you know, you're really looking at two dates. You're looking at Cliff Keen, Las Vegas, and you're looking at the Boyd loss. But I think lankier dudes, guys that aren't just going to stand there and try to hand fight with him, because you cannot win that match if you want to stand in the middle and hand fight with, with Gabe Dean. He's going he's gonna to beat you at that game every time. So I think guys that are kind of curveballs. Like, when do they hit? Do they hit? 
I don't think they'll hit till NCAAs because wow. no no Penn State at the scuffle this year. Scuff, uh, Penn State's going to Reno. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they might not hit. So it it all. Will Will Cornell and Will Dean hit Martin at all? Do you know? I know this is probably I, you don't know the schedule. I've ever no, in the country. I don't. Oh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Both teams normally go to Vegas, so we could see that. We could see that. How about Nebraska? Is Nebraska at Vegas? Typically. There's three. Okay. There's three. Out I mean, of four. what do you think? What do you think about my my title contending list at at eighty four? Too light. Um. No. No Dudley. I think. No Downey. I think you put. I don't. I wouldn't put Downey in there. Uh. Although. He's good and he's big and he's. I. I don't know. What he placed last year. Fifth. That's pretty. Good at ninety seven, coming down away. Um, but Dudley, he's been in the finals, and I didn't read your commentary, but I'm assuming that you didn't have Dudley in that group because he doesn't have the elite wins that the others do. He really doesn't. He doesn't, and he he drops matches. You know, he loses to the Gravinas and Miklas McCutcheon. Yeah. I don't. Okay, and this is going to go into something we're going to get into again in a couple minutes, but I don't really care. Uh, I don't care about early losses anymore. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, and you laugh when I say lights are on, but um, some some people ride. They, they the wrestlers nowadays know that this is NCAA time, right? Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I would include them. I don't think. Dudley's getting beat. No disrespect to Gravina. I don't think he's getting beat by Gravina in NCAs. Right, right. Um, I think that's true. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. All right, so round of 12, or, uh, here were your predictions Jeez. for All-Americans. Bo, Gabe Dean, Miles Martin, Tim Dudley, Pat Downey, Zach Zavatsky, Sammy Brooks, Nolan Boyd, and then round of 12, Miklas, Abinator, Decal, Gravina. Yeah, it's really good weight. It is is the best weight this year? Yeah. Hands down. Two champs, two returning finalists, six other returning all Americans. Six other returning all Americans. On top of the four champs or finalists that are already in there. Yes. Best weight. <laughs> what? I sent you this link yesterday. I know that you did not see it. <laughs> but Scott Casper interviewed Ty Walls. Oh, why what? And he said that Kyle Snyder's going down. Why did you listen to that? Because somebody sent it to me. And that's like, that's old. That's old. Yeah. That's like how old. old? A couple weeks old. Because a, a coach texted me is like, Snyder's going down. I'm like, absolutely not. Where did that come from? I, I don't know. He's like the least connected wrestling media person of all time. I, <laughs> what, why would why do people listen to that? I'm well, sorry. I mean, I didn't. I never listened to it. But somebody says you got to listen to it. Wait till you hear this. Uh, no. And I listened to it, and I'm like, what? Anywho. Why were you thinking that? Why am I thinking that? Because I'm going to the 97 preview. Oh. And well, so we're moving on to 97. Jaden Cox. Oh, my gosh. Talk about Jaden Cox. I refuse. You refuse to talk about Jaden Cox? He's the man. He's going to win Oh, you're this refusing. You're, you're disheveled because you think this weight stinks. I mean, America probably thinks this weight stinks. It does. I'm tired of talking about I feel... It's like I'm beating a dead horse at this point. The weight's, the weight is not good. Um, now I'll say this though. You say it. 
Um, it's it's 197. The perception is that it's not good because there's nobody proven. But throughout the course of the year, people will win and people will lose and people will emerge. And by NCAA time, we're like, okay, we got a thing here. It's not juicy now because none of these guys are household names. They've not um, proven to be real contenders. Mm-hmm. None of them have proven to be a threat to – I mean, it's it's by by March, maybe no one, nobody will be a threat to Jaden. But we'll sure have a group of 12 or so that are like – contenders for AA and there'll be a story there right so we're saying that it's it's kind of stinky now well, I mean but maybe it won't be there that like by the time we get there we'll have like okay these guys are pretty good yeah only because they're getting compared against the field each that, other that, right that, yeah. they're, that they're in um, I will say there, there are some young guys that could maybe make this weight respectable if they really emerge a Marcus Harrington Colin Moore maybe Malik McDonald um, those kind of guys that are young, talented, unknown, if they end up being really good, then that, that bolsters the weight up. If they can pass all these – but if they just fill into the, you know, the round of 12 and 7, the weight's still bad. Yeah, it's almost like – and you have it in here, but it's almost like Jaden Cox, every match of his is must-watch to see <laughs> if he can landslide his way to Hodge. Right. I mean – it is it is the most ripe for the plucking what was, Hodgefield I've who, ever seen. Who was the uh who was the last guy that you were like you have to watch every match to see if his bonus rate stays up. Not to see if he wins and loses, to see if his bonus rate stays up. Was like was that like David? David and Ed were like that. Um before him, it's funny cuz Metcalf was like putting up stupid bonus rates and then David and Ed came along and were like stupider. Yeah. It was crazy. But before that, it was it was Askren. It was Askren. But more than anyone. Mm-hmm. Just to see. You knew he was going to win. He, how guys wouldn't wrestle him. I can't believe we're giving Askren love. Jeez. Well, you got you to gotta promote the small program. Yes, promote <laughs> Little Missouri and Little Ben. <laughs> the Little Ben that could. No, he was such an incredible pinner. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable how good he was. Um, so, yeah, Jaden was or, – or Ben was definitely that guy. So let's go through we'll, – we'll say your All-American predictions. So Jaden Cox, Brett Farr, Jared Hott, Brett Harner, Aaron Studebaker, Preston Weagle, Colin Moore, Malik McDonald, round of 12, Marcus Harrington, Jake Smith, Ryan Wolf, Nathan Roeder. You go Weagle. Weagle, Weagle. I think it's Weagle. But you could be right. I don't know. I need confirmation. I don't. I don't even know what I said. What did I say? We should. You said, said. You said Weagle. Weagle. I don't know. So I think we should have a. We should have a sponsored portion of the show, like <laughs> pronunciation. Pronunciation. Like when we don't know how to say a name. Like I got clarification. on Jake Kothy. Like I was like Koth. You know that guy, from you and I. That's one that I've always said. You like. knew that one. I didn't. know I mean, that one. L- let's clarify. New. I got lucky on it. Oh, okay. Because this is what happens, and I know I re- you said this. explained it before. The kid is in seventh grade. I see his name in a bracket somewhere, and you I add him to, like, my sounds- spreadsheet. And, like, okay, I have to consider this guy for uh, the junior high big board. Or he's a freshman, and I have to consider him for the regular rankings. And, like, nobody has ever talked about him. I've never heard his name pronounced. Mm-hmm. Uh 
And so I read the name and I'm like, that's how I pronounce it for the next five years until he becomes like this big thing. And then people are like, uh, that's not how you pronounce his name. Hayden, Hayden Hidley. I said Hidley. Yeah. So, well, that's at least phonetically Hidley. Maybe you could go with that. Right. I, I mean, I read his name when he was in seventh grade. Right. So. Okay, so that's uh, anything else on 97? That's pronunciation time. That's pronunciation no, time. No, let's move on to some... Brought uh, to you by Tide with Blues. Because there's, because there's not really um, any events uh, outside of Agony and Ames this weekend, um, we have the latitude kind of to hit some other topics. And longitude. We have the latitude and longitude. We have the coordinates. All on Google Maps. To talk about... I want to talk about the high school season, um, which will lead into the geography of wrestling. If we don't and fight on this show, you're, we're not gonna we're gonna run out of time, and you're gonna get off the hook. What are you talking about? I'm gonna crush you. But and we alluded to it all months ago. But we had this great, great summer session where we're following. Yanni to another world title. We are to to a large extent. Dayton Fix is always in the news. Roman Bravo Young is wrestling everywhere. Um, Travis Travis Whitlake becomes a a huge name, right? Well, now the regular season's here. The high school season's here. Say goodbye to all those. Say goodbye to all of them because they're not going to be on your map. Yeah. Where is Yanni going to wrestle in? Where are we going to see Yanni? Eastern States. Maybe at Eastern States. Where are we going to see Whitlake and RBY? Maybe at Reno. Maybe, I don't know, maybe once. Uh, where are we going to see Dayton, right? KC Stampede. Um, in large part, some of our biggest stars kind of go away for six months. And they don't have a whole heck of a lot of competition. And so... You know, I even talked to Yanni about this. It's like, I don't know. Would it be better if they just didn't wrestle in high school and did other things? No. No? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think there's really small exceptions where maybe, but for the most part, yeah, wrestle, wrestle your high school season. All right. Why not? Why not? Uh, I mean... From a fan's point of view, you don't get to see him much. Well, would I? Would we see him much if they were training at the OTC? Um, maybe not. I, I, look at it from the athlete development standpoint. I mean, some of these guys are going through the motions. They might be practicing hard every day, but they're not really getting pushed. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't aren't you trying to get better? I mean, I, they're all trying to get better, right? And and no disrespect to the kids they have in the room to wrestle with or the coaches, uh, their high school coach. But I think it's a talking point. I don't know what the the answer is, but I think it's a talking point on are we going to see – eventually are we going to see kids not wrestle their high school season and do something else? Um, Nick Lee's doing it. Uh, You know, there was – back when – Back when I wrestled, and I'm sure everybody wrestled, um, their lo- the local the local youth league was kind of a big thing. 
and then you went, you know, you went to your conference tournament, and you did the off-season stuff. Well, there's a, there's groups now in several states that they don't they're, they're really good kids. They don't wrestle in their little youth league, and I'll tell you why. And that I mean, they told me why. I was like, what? What do you do? And they're like, listen, my kid is really good, and he, he's in this youth league, right? And we practice all week. We go to a, a dual meet. They either forfeit against him or he gets a pin in six seconds. What would I practice for all week? Mm-hmm. Right? So what they do is they go to these traveling tournaments. They go to these tournaments. They do a tournament circle circuit. They don't really wrestle the team thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that little local youth stuff is the same as high school wrestling, but same concept. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It, to me, it just makes uh, the spring and summer all the more important. If you want to be a uh, – if you live in these kind of isolated or you have a travel rule state, um, you, you need to be wrestling in, in the spring. you got to go to Akron. you got to go to Fargo. you got to go to Trials. you got to go to Juniors. Um, well, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, whereas it used to be – you know, when I grew up it was – and it still is in Pennsylvania and Ohio and Iowa and Cali. Minnesota and Cali, Jersey. Jersey, right? It's still like state champ, got to be a state champ. My goal in life is to be a state champ. And, you know, there's there's things for better or worse with that thought too. There's, you know, people ask me, how come Penn, what happens to this kid and that kid? And the Pennsylvania state champ and they're a legend and they, they go to college and they're never heard from again. Well, in in certain cultures... In certain wrestling cultures, kids have this pressure on. I mean, like that's their goal, and once they reach that goal, it's like this balloon pops. Like, I exhausted all my effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it. I'm a state champ, or maybe you don't even be a state champ, and you just you just deflate. Um, but you make a really good point in that. It used to be high school wrestling and in-season wrestling and your season, and and the off-season was kind of an optional thing. Now it's kind of getting flipped, right? Now it's like, especially for a lot of kids in those places that don't have a whole heck of a lot of a competition, is that um, now the off-season, quote-unquote off-season, the summer, now that's their time to rise. That's their time to rise to the occasion. Right, right. Okay, so that's the high school season. Uh, where to next? You want to go? Well, this plays into it a little bit. We'll just hit on it a little bit. But I'm looking at, the, I'm watching college football the other day, and um, I, I just look up the rankings, right? And the 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 Western two time zones only have three ranked teams in the top twenty-five in football. In football. All of the all of the ranked teams are in the eastern and central time zone. Matter of fact, Boise State and Utah are two of the ranked teams and Washington out west is is the other is, a th- is the other ranked team. And it pro- you know, obviously I think of everything in the context of wrestling and I don't know. I I feel like uh is the West growing fast enough in wrestling? I don't know. I don't know that. 
Why do how do you how do you measure growth? I don't know. It just seems like the West is struggling, and I don't know how to make it better. Yeah, I don't either. The the problems of the West are going to continue. Um, that that geogra- geographical issue is not going to be solved. The population density issue. That's part. I mean, the people are on. Look at a population density map. I just I just googled one real quick. The people are on this side of the country. Now there's little pockets in California and in the Pacific Northwest, but from from you know really where we are east, that's where probably I don't know seventy eighty percent of the people in the country are. I know, but that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the I know, way it works. Oklahoma, California has more people than. Oklahoma, Iowa, Nebraska, and Oklahoma, Iowa, and Nebraska are always good. Yeah. I don't know why, like in football, you know, it's kind of an anomaly that USC stinks. Like they should be good, right? Like that should be another team that's that's good, UCLA. Uh, for, for wrestling, we don't have – it makes sense. We don't have powers out there. Arizona State is one that wants to be a power. They're not a power right now. They have good recruits so far whereas but we don't have any fruits there oregon state was solid boise state had a nice run but then that got ran into the ground um fresno's back but we don't if on the division one level we don't have a lot of good teams and on the high school level i'd like to see maybe like a map of how many guys you have from these other states these western states it makes sense and i don't know how you i don't know how you fix it i the, the West, yes, you're at a disadvantage, you and you always will be. And I don't uh, think I don't think it gets fixed. It's not going to get fixed. You're you're always going to be at a disadvantage because you're all the people are always going to be over here. Um, you'll always be at a okay. disadvantage. What, what do you mean all the people? They're they're good in basketball and baseball and the, all the like the the in football and and. Baseball, they all they all come from California, Texas, and Florida. Well, Texas and Florida are both on that central or east, so that's two of the three. I, I get it. California. California is an know, amazing but, producer know, of talent. California college wrestling isn't great. Texas college wrestling is almost non-existent, and Florida wrestling is non-existent. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just. That's just. That's just how I read the situation. And so I said earlier that somebody had tweeted um, questions for us and somebody asked about the growth of the southern states. Mm -hmm. And I really think that there's certain pockets that are growing. Um, I think the south is doing well. You're seeing a lot of – maybe you don't see the teams. I guess Lake Highland Prep is is really freaking good. They're putting uh, massive amounts of kids in Division I schools and – they're all ranked and such, and they kind of, I don't know, took the torch from Brandon, Florida. Um, and and I think there's really good things. I said this five years ago. There's really good things happening in Georgia. Speaking yeah. of spe- speaking of Western, though, real quick, Colorado is by far the un- most underrated state. Yeah, for wrestling, they're really and good. and it's not a new revelation. They continually Colorado continues and like always will be the most underrated state. Look up a list of all Americans by state, and you'll go down the list and you'll say usual suspect, usual suspect. I you know I would have thought that I would have thought that, and then you get to Colorado and you're like, wow, Colorado's that high? Yep, Colorado's that high. But anyway, 
Georgia's doing good things. I think there's wonderful things going on in the South, but I think they need a Division One programs, guys. Yeah, I mean, there needs to be there needs to be a program at Georgia Tech. There needs to be a program uh, at Texas A and M. There Clem- needs to Clemson, be Clemson, Louisville. Yeah, there needs to be a program at Louisville. I mean, um, and and despite all the grassroots efforts. Georgia youth wrestling is huge, and it's the product of a lot of hardworking volunteers at the youth level. I mean, it is huge, and the people at the grassroots level are doing what they can. Who's not doing what? Uh, who's not making it happen? We need Division One programs. We need somebody lobbying Georgia Tech and Georgia and uh, Clemson and Louisville. And maybe there are things going on behind the scenes that I don't know about, but there hasn't been any results. Right, right. And I think I think that has a lot to do with it. And I think that, you know, if LSU starts a program, that lifts the entire community, the lifts the entire area. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, last 10 minutes of the show, Willie. Do you want to skip this one and go right to fight, you, fight mode? Yeah, street beefs. Street beefs. Why don't you cue this one up? All right. So last week we talked about, or last show we talked about um, wrestlers perhaps going to programs for less money than they would, maybe than they're worth, as Christian would put it, I think. Or Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, maybe even I would put it. Um, Whereas. A blue chip recruit that you think is full radish material will go to a very strong national team contending program for less money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, man. I like that. And Christian's like, these guys are selling themselves short of their value. Well, it's like the way I look at it, it's like they get – they get sold on kind of this rah-rah team, let's do it for the team, sacrifice for the team, this kind of intangible that is instilled in wrestlers, be a team player, be a this, be a that. All right, you want to be on a winning team, this is what you got to do. And you get sold on that kind of like that st- stuff that doesn't actually matter. Why doesn't it matter? What does What does me winning a team national title – have to do with my mounting and still current student loan debt. I'm a national champ. Well, where's the loyalty there? Like, I mean, yeah, I was loyal to you guys. I, yeah, I was really, I helped you. I helped you get a raise. I helped you, you know, get a trophy and do that. And I helped you keep your job. But here I am still with this debt. And was it really worth it for, um, so we could get on the podium so I could, so you could get someone else, um, and and yeah. If, if so, what you're saying is, if if Nico Megalutis goes to Penn State and takes less than um, maybe he's worth on the open market, um, he takes less because and that's a hypothetical. But all right, all right, yeah. Wrestler X goes to University Y so that and he takes less money so that they can also recruit a 184 pounder. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's a one twenty five pounder. Well, we are, hey, we have a need at one eighty four. Let's can, we got to recruit this guy. Can you take a little less money? 
And he says, yeah. And you're saying, why do that? What's in it for Th- you? These coaches, I mean, I, I think, yeah, what is in it for them? I don't know. I think uh, you're absolutely wh- nuts. What does a 184-pounder have to do with me? I think you're absolutely nuts and maybe a little selfish. Oh, I'm selfish? In Who, that, wait, who's that, being selfish? The coach? It's the coaches that's being selfish. They're the, they're looking out for themselves and their program, which they should. That's they should. also That's also their job. Oh. But don't, don't sell them on this. This it's for the team. And this is not about any particular. You also team. probably think that college athletes should get paid, right? No, I've never said that. I, that's not. I didn't what say I that. I didn't say that you did. I'm saying no. that kind of thinking. No, I don't feel no. that way at all. No, uh, they are getting paid. Actually, mm-hmm. they're getting a freaking. I'm with. I'm some, with that. Okay, so no, I don't believe that at all. Um, <laughs> but I don't think. They get sold on 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 BS, in my opinion. You and, do? And they because get, and, and they go think, and they agree to something. They, they agree to one on thing. BS. Hold on, they agree on one thing. You get them in the door, and this happens at lots of programs. You get them in the door, and then, oh, we we want to go after this guy. We want to mm-hmm. do this. We want. Mm-hmm. Do you want to help us win? Do you want this? We need you to take less, and they get suckered into that. And how do you know? And they well, fall okay. for that. Number one. True, that happens at every program. Not at every at every program that's a contending team. You don't know that. You you're just saying that. You you don't know. Okay, but but it probably happens. It happens at every program that's a contending team. It happens at every program that's a contending team. I go to this university on eighty percent. After that year is up, the coaches come to you and say, "Hey, can we knock it down?" To fifty percent because we have to, you know, we need it for the team. We have to recruit this guy. That's that's predatory. That happens every every. You're time. okay with that? That's okay. Um, you should you. I signed up for this, but I I get sold on this, and now I have to do this. And what are you gonna do? Transfer? Oh, you go tra- I know you, you can't transfer. transfer. Oh, you can't go. I'm, we're a Big Ten team. You can transfer. Oh, we have to sit out of here. Transfer. Well, that's gonna be a pain. All those those classes you took first semester. Well, they're not gonna transfer. Well, what school. if the entire team is doing it though? Doing what? Taking a. Yeah. I, I don't, well, that's that's their mistake. I'm a national champion. That's their mistake. You're a national champion. But in that program, in that system, they're getting better practice partners. They're probably getting better coaches. Mm-hmm. They're on a winning team. Mm-hmm. It's all proven. Well, I think I think what you're missing here, too. Okay, so refute that. Refute that they're maybe in a better wrestling situation. I mean, yeah, that could that could be true. What would you What would you rather What would you rather be? Would you rather be? You can. You what, can. Would you rather be? Um, would you rather be Brady Berge wrestling for a power school, getting sixty percent, or Brady Berge going to Portland State on a hundred? Well, why don't you just go with the most polarizing and, and ridiculous scenario? Because I'm making up a school because I can't make a. I don't want to offend anybody. Okay. Well, there's, there's, you can win national championships at a lot of schools. You can, you can reach your full potential at a lot of schools. Item one. Item two, you can go to a title contending team, and if you're that dude, get a full ride, and you're, that can happen too. That happens. There's, there's teams that, that win national titles that have multiple guys not paying anything. Um, yeah. Okay. So they also, but they also have guys that, that, Aren't getting much. Yeah, they're probably not as good. False. They're 
There False. are multiple. There are guys. There are guys that have won national titles that get thirty percent. Well, I know that. I said that two days ago. I know, obviously know that. But I'm telling you, you're saying it's got to be this way. It's got to be. You want to be on a good team, you have to take less. That's not true. They're national champion teams that have multiple guys not paying a cent. Okay, so you can have it that way. If you're that guy, if you're on that level, or you could, and you're gonna balk at this or you could be a team player and help your team out by taking less what for what what does that help me because you're part oh. of a family because you're trying oh, to win Brie. because you're trying to help where your team win where's the team where's the team when you graduate well, okay i mean where's the team when when you when your heart when you're down on on your money where's the team then uh, i'm sure that i'm sure that, that rah, the, rah, it's not i'm sure not, that the big pro, you know i'm sure that tom brands has gone to somebody's apartment when they're having a tough day, right? That's family. That's 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 where's the team? That's He's where's the team? Do- Maybe Tom Brands isn't paying back somebody's student loans, which would be illegal. But he, there is a family component, and there is a. He's not going to do that if you're on a full ride. He's only going to do that for the guys that are um, on half. The full ride doesn't work for the team component. It doesn't work for the team component. Um, that's. Uh, I think yeah, I think it can. Name it. Name it. it Ohio name, State. Okay, one. Any others? I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't know, and you don't freaking know either. So don't act like you're an authority on this. You have no idea. Okay. I put, actually put this I'm on. Actually, me. We're having a debate about something, and you're being. But you you're you're speaking in absolutes. You don't know. You don't know either. I'm t- I gave you an example immediately. You gave and me you, one example, and you, and you don't know. You don't you don't know. You're gonna you're gonna name a couple guys that you suppose are on full rides. You don't know either. I, I do. Uh, I'm going to call BS on that. Oh, I do. Okay. So you gave me one. Well, I haven't exactly. Is everybody at Oklahoma State on full rides? Is everybody at Iowa on full rides? Uh, who said everybody? everybody? Wait, why are you saying everybody? Because you gave me one school. select You gave me one school. Everybody. You gave me one school and not everybody on Did I full say, ride. Of course not everybody's on a full ride. Are you are you insane? I'm so saying, what is your I'm point? A few can be the elite of the elite should be. That's all I'm saying. I've never said that all ten. Yeah, every starter, 125 through every. That's not what I said. I said you can have multiple guys getting full rides at your program and win a national title. Okay, and it probably happens at Penn State. It probably happens at Iowa. You you are. I, I bet every team that's happened has multiple guys um, getting full rides. So but, so but that some, means but some so other that guys means, get sold on So that means that so that means if you go to a program you should say full ride or nothing. No. I mean, it depends on who you are. Who am I? Am I ranked 10th in the country or am I the number 3 pound for pound kid in so the country? So your kid your kid depends how good you are. Your kid's number 1 in the country in high school. You're saying I'm taking a full ride or nothing. Um, I'm pound for pound full ride or nothing. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's Iowa or Portland State. Yeah, again, it's not going to be uh, uh, that kind of either-or proposition. There's there's a lot of schools that you could go to. You could go to a UNC. Well, you could go to the a, fact a, of the matter a Virginia is, Tech. You could go to a Missouri. You could go to uh, – there's a lot of places, an NC State, et cetera, et cetera, that you can go. But you're making it Iowa or JUCO. Well, that's not really the case if I'm number one in the country. Of course it's not. Okay, so of course it's not, but we can't. Can we continue to see it happen? To see what happen? Number one guy's not. We, we continue to see 
number one guys go to programs for less money. I mean, it happens every time. Not every time. It happens. But not every not every time. That's not true. I, I, I think uh, my, my well, hope, okay. I guess here's so, – So your point is let's say – I'm not saying what Mark Hall got, but let's say – Let's say Mark Hall goes to Penn State and he doesn't get 100%. You think that Mark Hall sold himself short? No. No, I, that's not what I'm saying. Well, then I don't Be- know what you're saying. I'm saying I don't like how kids could potentially be getting sold on this or that. Uh, how, how you're convincing – why you're telling a kid he should take less. You know, Because uh, I, I, I just think that whole team I, – I don't know. I Maybe I, I'm not articulate. Why? I believe in the team thing. I believe in the team thing, and I guess the the correlation I'm making is all, is the programs that do this are the programs that win national titles. Maybe, maybe. I mean, so it works. We're, we're going to continue to go in circles on this because not. I, I promise you, there's some. I mean, you're you're saying I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm trying to make a point. But you're saying Virginia Tech and Missouri they didn't win national titles, and I don't think. And, you can and for win the a record, title, for the record, right? I don't think that Virginia Tech or Missouri offers does anything different than Iowa. You you can't do it and remain competitive. You right. can't do it. There's nine point nine. Sure, they do. Okay, they absolutely do. Mm-hmm. You ask around more, you'll, you'll learn something. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Yeah. You, clearly, you know more than I you do. You don't communicate with anyone about things. Right. If you talk to more right. people, you would learn. Put the, put the, this, is a, this is a point of, of philosophy, and you're putting it on, oh, you don't know enough. Give I, me a break. You, talk to more people. You, you learn more. That's the way well, it works. I know a lot more than you do. Congrats. According to you. Yeah. Well, according to you. This show's done. I cut off Willie's mic. Go ahead, try to talk. Talk. See? That's the power talk. I, I can talk through your bite. Wrong. Your mouth is that big. Your Wrong. Mouth, your mouth is that big. All right. You know more than me. Wrong. You're the puppet. <laughs> you're the, no, you're the puppet. Oh. Let's get the heck out of here. Willie Sailor, I'm done with you. Big shout, Under Armour Wrestling, ScrapLife.com. We'll be back Tuesday, probably. I don't know. Wrong. Willie might be at the hoedown. Tuesday. Look at Joe Flo just strutting through here. He just says, the red light's on. I don't care. I'm Joe Flo-Yemson. Later, guys. Rob. <laughs>